The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. But now I am going to ask him who sent me, and none of you asks me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. Concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father and you will see me no longer. Concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears he will speak. And he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. Therefore I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. <laughs> Please be seated. Now may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart always acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Those of you who know me know that I like groaners. If you don't know what a groaner is, I'm about to introduce you to one. What's the difference between a tapeworm and the Eiffel Tower? They're both parasites. Say it again. It's a groaner. Yeah. They are both parasites. Parasites. Parasite. Yes. Oh. No mercy. <laughs> okay. Today begins Trinity season, and I know we've heard it as ordinary time. But let me be subtle. I assure you this time is anything except ordinary. I've always known it as the time of Trinity. So as long as I can remember when I was looking in the book, Trinity Sunday 1, Sunday 2, all the way through, now it's ordinary. I don't like it. So if you don't hear me referring to it as ordinary, I'll probably be referring to it as Trinity. So we get that out of the way. Trinity season, for me, is the growth of the church. It's when work gets done. It's an extraordinary time. It's time of the work of the Holy Spirit. It's a time of building up the saints. Trinity lays the foundations for all the seasons of Advent and Lent, without Trinity, we're left with nothing but magical events. They're wonderful for just celebrations until everything gets back to normal. Christmas and Easter just become holidays. 
with no substance. The Trinity is the season for substance for the holiday of Christmas, Advent, and Lent, Easter. That provides the foundation, the understanding, and the growth for the church during this time period. Now to say that I have feelings about this being labeled as ordinary is an understatement. As we know, Trinity is not ordinary. It's a time to give birth. A time of hearing what it means to be a child of God. Trinity is a time of knowing that you are loved. Loved by God. Trinity is a time of understanding what it means to be reborn. Renewed. And that you have value. And that you are worthwhile. Now the Japanese have an art form. Called Kintsugi. I probably mispronounced it. But that's the way I did it. Okay. And it's simply put. That they will create a beautiful work of art. That has beautiful value of the creation. But sometimes something happens and they break. And instead of throwing that work out, they put it back together with all the voids and all the cracks and everything. They fill it in with gold. So the finished product is more valuable than the original. No attempt is made to hide the flaws. In fact, they're even accentuated with the gold. Now, I'm going to demonstrate to you. And you have to use your imagination a little bit. Maybe a lot, but still. I have a bowl. A beautiful white bowl. It's perfect. That's the way it was created. Perfect. Okay. And then I have a bowl that I tried to put back together. And you can see the hot glue and didn't even come out. Close. I don't think it'll hold water. Yeah. So it's got problems. Now, the Japanese would take that and they would create something else. Again, you have to use your imagination. But this is the bowl with the pieces that are found and with the pieces that are missing filled in with gold. So now it becomes even more of value than it was before. That's great. What's it got to do with the Trinity? Here's where the miracle happens. Some may argue with me, but I'm going to maintain my stance based on Adam. You're born without sin. However, it doesn't matter under what conditions. You're a beautiful, perfect, creation of God Almighty. Valued. Loved. 
But as time goes on, you develop cracks in this perfection. And sometimes you see chips that go missing. And we call those times sin, for lack of a better word. Because sin is what causes a gap between us and God, the creator, the sustainer of life. And as time goes on, you develop more cracks and chips from everyday living, and you know that there's a need to repair the cracks and chips, but try as you might, you can never seem quite to get it back to the way the creator made it. it creation that you put together doesn't match what God put together. Hmm. So something's missing. A lot's missing. And try as you might, you will never get it right. Now here's where the season of Trinity comes in. Only through rebirth can the cracks and the missing pieces be restored. Not as an original, but a newer creation. One that takes all of this that's busted and creates something powerful and loving. A new person, a new vase, a new vote, whatever. And it's more valuable because of the flaws that were in it and the desire to put it back together. Well, the Holy Spirit can come into your life and fill those cracks with gold. Fill them with love, fill them with value, restoration. The Holy Spirit takes all those cracks and creates a new creation. One that is valuable, one that has worth. No longer are you bound by the inability to try to make things right in your life. You're willing to let go of that, those things that bind you, the sins, you're willing to let go of them in exchange for life renewed and reborn. Now, if you ever need examples of this, it's very simple. Just go to an open AA meeting. There you will see people at various stages. You will see those who've had a miraculous turnaround in their lives are just gorgeous, and they had a most horrendous history. You will see those who are struggling day to day to day because they haven't let go of the sins of their life. They haven't let go to allow the Holy Spirit to build something beautiful. They're still trying to do it on their own. And consequently, it always falls short. But in their lives, they have an opportunity to be reborn. And all the cracks restored, filled in with gold, builds in a new creation that amazes and astounds. The Trinity is the season of the church, 
It's the body of Christ. Go into the promise of new life. Born of the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.